Welcome to Growing in His Word. God bless you, man. Listen, last week Paul was, he was, he was refusing to leave secretly, man. He was departing in the book of Acts. We are in Acts chapter 16, and, and Paul refuses to leave. They beat him. They beat him openly, and they, and they, and they condemned him, and, and he was a Roman citizen. They didn't know this. And he went to jail. The jailer got saved. The officers basically, you know, released the in, all the offenders from prison. And they pleaded with him. And they told him to leave. And Paul said, I'm not leaving. I'm tired of getting beaten openly. Listen, we see it today. We see the violence today. Father, we come before you, Lord. We, we ask, Lord, that by your Holy Spirit, you get me out of the way in your name, Jesus. Amen. Listen, last week we talked about on the podcast how Paul and Silas was imprisoned and how that girl was into witchcraft and, and, the, and those, those magic cards. You know, she was demonized. She was following them, antagonizing them, and, and Paul cast out a demon in her. But then, you know, they moved on. And they basically got arrested. They arrested him for it because he rebuked the devil out of her and he couldn't get what they want. But what happened was, is he went to prison and the jailer got saved. Everybody got, the chains were opened and God was amazing. He did an amazing thing. But we move on to basically, and now we're in chapter 17, man. Listen, the Holy Spirit's working. The church is getting going, but the disobedience is everywhere. Seems like it's everywhere today. Take a look around you believers. Listen, listen. I'm excited because there's a lot of nuggets today. You know, because Paul, he's in uh, Thessalonica. You know, you can even go there. They wrote a book on it. It's amazing. Um, And chapter 17, man, listen to this. Now when they had passed through, you guys ready for this? It's a, it's a hard name, but you got to pay attention. Amphilophilus, okay? Or you could say Ampilophilus. This is a uh, Apollonia. They, this is a Greek, ancient Greek si- uh, city that was Romanized. Check it, check it out. It was, an, it was an ancient Greek city that was Romanized. And basically, it's, it's sitting there. It's in the region. It's in the uh, Mas- central Macedonia area and basically it's right there where God wants Paul to be. It's the it's the uh and what do you call it? It's there was a there was a battle there. Remember the battle with uh, Alexander the Great and they had the invasions of Asia and Alexander the Great had the finest admirals and and it was it was all right there man and so Paul is sitting there and he's he's Going through there, Apollonia, and they came to Thessalonica, right? It's right there, okay? So check this out. You guys are going to trip on this. Listen to this. And so, where there was a synagogue of the Jews, then Paul, as his, as his customs, was went into them, and for three Sabbaths, reasoned with them from the Scriptures. Now, explaining and demonstrating that the Christ had to, had to suffer and rise again from the dead, and saying... This Jesus who I preach to you is the Christ. And some of them were persuaded, but a great multitude of devout Greeks, and and they were devout Greeks, and not a few of the leading women joined Paul and Silas. Now check this out. This is where it gets crazy. Because anything you do for Jesus, there's going to be consequences. Oh, I don't want to follow him then. 
No! The enemy is constantly watching. He doesn't want you to spread the hope and the love of Jesus Christ. He doesn't want you to continue with the faith. Listen, we are in a big, we have a big problem today. Okay? We have a problem today. Okay? Today is it's violent days. There's violent, there's violence in Afghanistan. You know, we see the persecution like Paul was persecuted. We see the women getting persecuted now openly. You know, an administration pulled out. I don't know which one would do it, but they, they, they did it. And now there's violence in the street. Women are being killed. Men are being beheaded for Jesus. Yes, it's true. And we have, what we have is violence. It's an assault on Jason's house. Listen to verse 5 in Acts chapter 17. But the Jews who were not persuaded became envious. Okay? They were envious. Envious. Why is somebody envious? Because they want it. The only because they want something, somebody's envious. Listen, it's true. They took some of the evil men from the marketplace. Okay? And gathering a mob, set all the city in an uproar and attacked the house of Jason. And they sought to bring them out to the people. But when they did not find them, they dragged Jason and some brethren to the rulers of the city, crying out, These who have turned the world upside down and have come here to, and have come here to, to do it, basically. They were basically slandering them because they wanted them not to talk about Jesus Christ. They've seen the Holy Spirit work in the lives of these, of these radical apostles, these radical believers. The church is growing 150 miles an hour and the Holy Spirit's guiding them and they can't stop what Jesus is doing. Man, I'm excited. Listen, are you excited? Because we're living in a violent time today in a disobedient nation. We're living in a time where God says that He's going to come and he's going to judge, but he's going to, he, we're going to get raptured. Listen, you know, Acts chapter 5, I read about that. Verse 32 says, and we are witnesses to the things. And so is the Holy Spirit who God has given us to those who obey him. If we're obedient, the Holy Spirit will come in us and work in us. Believers, listen, you know, Jesus talked about this. I don't know if you know this, but. People get upset, man, because I'll talk about this and they'll say, shut up, be quiet, don't talk that way. Listen, on this podcast, we talk about everything when it comes to Jesus. Listen, Jesus said that this would happen in Matthew chapter 24. What are the signs? Remember, what are the signs of the coming of Jesus Christ? Believers, listen to me. Well, I'll tell you the signs. Listen. Okay? The temple will be destroyed. Then Jesus went out, it says here, and departed in Matthew 24 from the temple, and his disciples came up to show him the buildings of the temple. Remember that? In verse 2 he said, and Jesus said, Do you not see all these things? Surely I say to you, not one stone shall be left from here upon another that you shall not be thrown down. Now listen to this. Okay? The disciples met with Jesus privately. Now you got to think about this. Believers, turn your thinking caps on. No takers, listen. You're talking to Jesus now. I'm not Jesus. But you're listening to Jesus' words. 
Not me. So don't shoot the messenger. I love it. We're living in the end times, but God did not give us the virus. God did not punish us with the H1N1 or the coronavirus. God didn't do anything to us. These are the signs of the coming of the ends of the world. But it's being allowed, I believe, for a spanking. (laughs) And people get upset. Oh, God wouldn't spank me. Oh, no, he wouldn't, huh? Well, you guys need to read Deuteronomy chapter 28 because... What horrors, what, what horrors does God describe will happen to them if they did not obey the Lord, but instead turned away from Him? And I'm telling you right now, America has turned away from Jesus Christ. 90%. Well, I don't want to hear that. You're hearing it. Once again, here's a little deja vu. America has turned away from 90% of the, of the population from Jesus Christ. Turn your TV on. What do you see? It's there. And here, let me show you how it's there. You guys ready for this? I'm going to help you. Jesus is talking here, not me. I'm just reading what he's saying. Now, Jesus isn't a liar. He's 100% God and 100% human, right? Right. Absolutely. Now, as he sat on Mount of Olives, which I like to sit myself, once again, but I'm not Jesus. I don't want emails. The guy thinks he's Jesus now. No. The disciples came to him privately. They didn't say, hey, Jesus. They came privately. Okay, they had a meeting. Now imagine you're sitting down with your knees. You know, you're sitting there. You're eating hummus. Uh, my hummus is the best hummus. And you're sitting there eating hummus and you're dipping it in the bread with them and you guys are drinking and you're just chilling out and you're just kicking back and and you're like, yeah, man, wow. Hey, Jesus, can we, you know, ask you, can we, can we kick back with you for a little bit? And Jesus is calm, you know. He's not all yelling and screaming at people to go uh, not get vaccinated and all this. You know, he's just sitting there calm, cool, collective. You know, he don't care about the vaccines. He don't really care about... You know, he's because he's God. He's in control of all things, right? And watch this. This is amazing. I had to throw that in there because that's what's going on today. Now listen to this. And they said, tell us. Okay, now listen. Now imagine you're with, just put yourself in these radical apostles' feet. Just, just for one second. Listen. Tell us. When will, be, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming in the end of the age? Well, Mark chapter 13, 5, Luke chapter 21. But it says, And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. Now listen. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For the nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom and there will be famines, pestilence and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of the sorrows. And that's where we are, church. Believers, non-believers, that's where we are today. 
I don't want to hear it. I don't believe it. Listen, I'm not saying God's going to punish you. I'm saying that these are the coming signs. Jesus is saying, look, it's coming. Get ready. Get on your knees. What are you going to do? Can you handle it? Can you, can you handle it? Can you? I don't know. Can you? Are you grounded in God's word? That's why I'm doing this. I'm preaching God's word to teach you to depend on him fully. 100% no matter what. Have faith in Jesus Christ. Hebrews chapter 11. The honor of faith. Read it. I, th- I, I, I beg that you read it. Listen. We're seeing the same kind of setup as Israel did in Deuteronomy back in the day, in the way day. What do you mean? I'll show you what I mean. Deuteronomy 28, it talks about how a large number of severe curses or catastrophic events will come upon and overtake all of them. And it will affect them in their, in their progeny and in the, in the, in the, in the produce of their fields and orchards. All types of livestock, man. They'll be plagued. Plagued with fatal epidemics. Con- uh, you know, basically fevers and inflammation and climate change and fiery heat. Increase of crime and wars and diseases. Mildew and, and all of it. It's going to affect their grain, their primary food source, which will lead them to a famine in their land. What do we see today? What do we see? We see uh, the inflation going up. We see diseases. I mean, the the COVID-19 is is worse than HIV. You can catch it worse than the AIDS virus. It's not real. Oh, dude, it's real. Go to the ER. (laughs) It's real. It's real. But But it's, you know, it's... But then later on, Jesus says in Luke, he says... The eagle's in the carcasses, man. That's when you know. <laughs> that's, I mean, you'll smell the bodies all over. That this is, that's, it's not here yet. I don't see it yet. But I do believe we're in the beginning of the sorrows. I see, I see the timelines leading up to the return of our Jesus. And I'm excited. You should be excited. Because the rapture's going to happen. Look at Ezekiel. We see it. We see the violence today. We see the, the we see what God did in Deuteronomy twenty eight. He removed them from their land. Listen, it, as a captured people to a land whose people worshipped false gods. Listen to me. It's the Lord. They will not find a place of rest, uh, a place of peace. But instead, they lived their lives continued dreadly. How does Ezekiel twenty two relate to this passage as of Deuteronomy? Man, I got this. It seems to indicate that. This is the time of fulfillment of what God has warned us about. You see? I see the similarities between God's, you know, the disobedience and what's going on. It's, it's, it's amazing. And I don't want to get into it too much because I'm not here to scare you. It's, it's what are we doing? We need to make a distinction between the holy things and the profane, unclean things. The distasteful things. You know, they hid their eyes from God on, and, and on the Sabbath, including the weekly and this and that. But, but basically, we need to understand that God, God wants us to not hide our eyes, but to put our eyes on Him. 
We need to depend on him, man. Things are changing. Okay? But there's going to be anger. There's going to be violence. There's, these are the signs and the symptoms of the return of Jesus Christ. And so we got to keep our eyes on what God's doing, and that's preaching Christ and loving others and serving others, even till the day we return home or the day he takes us home. Because God's a loving God. He's a merciful God, but he's a just God. And he will spank us when we're out of line. He will, okay? Um, disobedience is, you know, basically we're a work, you know, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And so, you know, it's about us walking in the, in his will, in his, in, in his attributes. And so we can see where Paul, you know, Paul kept going. And we need to keep going, no matter what we hear, no matter what we see. These are the things that the Bible, that our God Jesus mentioned in the Bible, that would come to pass. But the end is not here yet. Okay? We're close. But when people start asking you to put a mark in, their, in your arms and, and, and take the chip and mark of the beast and, you know, and you got to do this, it's going to be clearly, clearly explained to you. You're going to have a choice. Because God gives us choices before we punish ourselves. Does that make sense, believers? Okay, so um, the Jews were not persuaded. On chat, Verse 5 says, Becoming envious, they took some of the evil men from the marketplace and they gathered a mob, basically. Okay, there was an uproar. They attacked Jason's house and they brought them out and they brought them out to the people. Verse 6 says, But when they did... But when they did not find them, they dragged Jason and some brethren to the rulers of the city, crying out, These who have turned the world upside down have come here too. So now they're blaming him. Okay? But Jason had harbored them, and the, uh, harbored them, and these are all acting contrary to the decree, decrees of Caesar. Now remember, they're in the Greek neighborhood. So saying there's another king, there's another king, Jesus. So they're accusing them. Of trying to over, they're using Jesus to punish them by saying that they're trying to say that's their king. All right, and they only hail to Caesar, and we know how that's going to happen. So, and they troubled the crowd and the rulers. Okay, so the Rome, the Roman Emperor Claudius expelled all Jews from Rome due to riots that were ignited by a group of uh, zealous Jews. But these. Insurrections were basically advocating revolution against Rome. Okay, they wanted and, and they were and they were opposing the installation of a new king. But Paul's accusers were trying to paint him as a revolutionary who was bringing uh, sedition to the Thessalonians, and so they were he was they were upset about. He, they were trying to get him out. They were using excuse the same way they crucified Jesus. Okay, any excuse but to read the Bible and follow Jesus. That's where we're at. And they and they troubled the crowd and the rulers, okay, of the city when they heard these things. So when they had taken security from Jason and the rest, they let him go. Listen, no matter what goes on in our lives, we gotta we have to, you know, rest. Listen, they let them go. Okay. We get tripped up in our trials because we got to understand that God wants to grow in us. No matter what we're facing, cancer, 
Whatever it is. If okay, I'm dying in ten in ten months from now, or, or I'm dying in I'm dying in two months. Be of good cheer. Eat, celebrate, praise the Lord. You're changing addresses. You're getting uh, uh, forwarded in the mail to heaven. Praise the Lord. But we believers have to understand that God is in control of every situation. Anything that we go through, God is in control and it's for a reason, for a season. All these seasons are happening to Paul so God can accomplish his church and grow his church and maneuver his church for his glory. Remember that. Today is the book of Acts. We are in the book of Acts. Today is the same as it was when Paul was on his feet on the ground as it ever was in the future. Paul paved the way for the book of Acts to continue. We must continue this book of Acts in our own lives. We are the book of Acts. We are the church. Christ lives in us. He wants to free us from our sins, but we as believers must understand that we must beat down the flesh every day, like it says in Matthew, to kill the flesh. Put the flesh to death because it's spiritual versus flesh. We believers need to walk in the Spirit, not in the lust. We must be obedient, not disobedient. It started in the garden. Remember that. To the in Genesis 3:16. Remember that. It's easy to remember. 3:16 Genesis. Why? You'll see why because to the woman he said I will surely multiply your pain in childbearing. Oh, you remember that, don't you, when you have a child? You shall bring forth children. You desire your desire shall be for your husband and you shall rule over you. Not like own you like a piece of dog. But the pain that the woman endured is a mark on the world of disobedience. God doesn't want us to be disobedient. And he doesn't want us to own our wives like livestock, but to love your wife like the church. What I'm saying is is this. Believers, listen. We're living in a violent, nasty time. Nobody has to tell you. Did you read the book of Ezekiel? Listen, if you do not carefully observe all the words of, the, of this law that are written in the book, that you may fear the glorious and awesome name, the Lord your God. Deuteronomy 28. Listen to this, man. Okay? Fear God. Because, because it says, Then the Lord will bring upon you and your descendants extraordinary plagues, Great and prologue plagues and serious and prologue sicknesses. Listen. Moreover, he will bring back on you all the diseases of Egypt of which you were afraid, and they shall cling to you. Also, every sickness and every plague which is not written in this book of the law will the Lord bring upon you until you are destroyed. You shall be left few in number, whereas you were. As the stars of heaven and multitude, because you would not obey the voice of the Lord of God. And it shall be that just as the Lord rejoiced over you to do good and multiply you, and the Lord will rejoice over you to destroy and bring you to nothing, and you shall be plagued from the land which you which you possess. I'm not trying to say God's gonna burn us right now. I'm not listen, this is what happened when we're disobedient. 
I didn't, I'm not trying to say God's going to burn you. That's yeah, that's the Old Testament. But cons- but 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 compare that to Ezekiel, man. Compare that to Ezekiel now. Let's turn to Ezekiel. Let me turn on the news. Check out all the diseases everywhere. <laughs> I mean, I'm not laughing at them. I'm just checking out. It's there. I mean, it, it seems like uh, things are getting a little bit, uh, you know. I believe that America is a spiritual Babylon. I believe this is it. I don't believe that we're going to build a city and then call it Babylon. I don't agree with you, dudes. <laughs> never. You can never convince me because it's, it's not even salvational. But furthermore, I believe that um, we're living in the times where in Ezekiel, listen, Ezekiel twenty-two thirteen to 16, read it on your time off. You know, read, read Deuteronomy 28. Read the Bible. Read the Word of God, how it relates to what I'm talking about. Listen, we're living in the end times. God wants you to know that. These are the signs that Jesus is coming back. You know, God's not out, God is not out to burn anybody, but to have a relationship with them. Listen, Jesus wants you to come boldly to the throne, to his throne, and say, forgive me for my sins. I'm a sinner. I just want to serve you, Lord. That's all he wants. It's not about works. It's about Jesus. Ezekiel, man, it's 22. It, it, uh, it's the dross of Israel. It's to be placed into the furnace of God. What's God saying when he said that? The house of Israel will become dross to him. He wants to purge us. Our imperfections. He wants. That's what he wants to do, man. He wants to He wants to take all the nasty out and, 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 and make us beautiful. But we can only do that by obedience. And this is what Jesus wants. And Paul was obedient in the book of Acts. Paul was going house to house, city to city, place to place. Timothy was with them. Silas, they, they were all with them. They, they, they ate together. They prayed together. And they, they were in harmony together, in oneness. That's what we need to be as a country, in oneness. We need to set our eyes on Jesus. He's the prize. Listen, he's the way, the truth, and the light. Jesus wants us to grow in him. I know the message was all over the place today, but it was because God put it on my heart to explain to you. Listen. Read Ezekiel. Read Daniel. Read it. We're, 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 in, that, we're in that tree. Things are happening. Things are taking place that's never been seen. And Jesus said it would take place. But don't be discouraged. Don't be sad. But no. That God is in control and that He will work all things for His glory. And when does the refining, pur- the refining purpose end? Well, when the refiner has removed so much of the dross. So all that the smooth shining surfaces of the molted silver will reflect a good image of His own face. Basically what it's saying, what he's, it's saying basically is when we, when we ask for forgiveness and, and move on and repent... This is when God can use us. Paul was on fire. We need to, we need to get out there and tell people about that, the, the message of hope. It's up to us, church. Believers, podcast listeners, listen, man. Jesus Christ loves you with an everlasting love. He wants you to come to Him. He wants you to worship Him. Get out there and spread His word. Show your love to the world. Show your love. Listen, be happy. We're not living on our time. We're living on God's time. Listen, it's about His mercy, His His love, His forgiveness. 
God is a forgiving God. He is a just God. He loves us. We need to keep our eyes on Jesus. And listen, as a pastor, I don't, I don't really want to get into the vaccination thing, man, because that's not my job. Okay? Believers, listen, man. You know, if God has put it on your heart to vaccinate yourself, then do it. Don't, don't ask me. I'm not a doctor. I'm just a pastor. Listen, Jesus loves you, and I love you. And I, don't, I, I see division over a little shot needle. It's, it's, it's sad. It's pretty sad where a brother can't talk to a brother anymore because he doesn't want to get a shot in his, in his, in his, and be vaccinated. It's pretty sad that another believer would be, would, would be separated from another believer because he doesn't want to vaccinate. Wow, isn't that sad? So that just throws the love of Christ and another man out of the window. So let me tell you this. I will tell you this now that we're on the subject, believers. In the book of 1 John, it says, You'll know by the you'll know their fruit. Listen, the Bible says you'll know that if, if another man loves you, he wouldn't do that to you. He wouldn't let the vaccine or a mask separate you from the love of Christ. No mask and no vaccine will separate you from the love of Jesus Christ. Listen, the the, the vaccine will not take your salvation away. That's a bunch of garbage. Listen, that just says that Jesus Christ isn't God then. So I don't believe that. But secondly, don't let a man or a church discourage you over a vaccination. Because if it does, or if another man doesn't want to be around you or talk to you anymore, that just proves that Christ doesn't live in them. And if they're angry and they're bitter and they, they don't love Christ really, they don't. Because they're forcing you to believe that you're there. Their opinion, believer. Listen, when somebody oversteps their boundary on your choice as an American citizen and takes your freedom and says, no, you don't got to vaccinate or vax this or that, they don't love you. They want you to love their opinion. That's what I'm going to say. So when you email me or talk to me, I don't want to hear it anymore. I don't care what you do with the vaccine. It's, oh, how about this? Uh, the book of Romans says to obey the government. How's that? That's what I'll say, and I'll end with that. Father, we come before you. We pray, Lord, for the people who uh, have those struggles right now. Lord, we pray that you uh, keep them away from me and their, and their their opinions. Lord, I don't want to hear it anymore. It's sad over a vaccination, Father. We pray for everybody that they can have their equal choice without being condemned. Because it's not, it's not about us, Lord. It's about you, Father. Lord, you're our Father. And Lord, we want to hear from you, not the TV, Father, not the internet, Lord, not the dopamine that's caused on all these channels. Father, we come before you. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you guys. Thank you for growing in this word. Listen, sorry for the circles of verses and all that, man, but this is the times we're living in, and I wanted to do a special event on this podcast today, and and that's pretty much what I wanted to talk about. God bless you guys. and. And remember, man, next week's going to be radical. The Bible is alive. Paul the Apostle is alive. And Jesus is real.